Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 217, Cat People. We know strange, fierce pleasures that no other podcast could ever feel. <laughs> okay, that's just a funny one. It is funny. I like that. It doesn't really go with the movie. Well, it kind of goes with the movie, but it's kind the of weird. tagline for the movie, she knew strange, fierce pleasures that no one else could ever feel. That's creepy. That is kind of creepy. <laughs> Oh, hello, Chaos. Hello, Carmen. Hello. As your cat would say. That's how she talks. She gets the L really well. I'm really impressed. She really does. Yeah. She's an impressive cat. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Very impressive. Uh, So how's it going? Great. How are you? I am fabulous because it's Friday. Because it's Friday. And I don't have to work tomorrow. I stopped singing things. I laid down that nice little backing track for you. <laughs> I liked it. I appreciate it. Oh, thank, thank you. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you appreciated it. Because I know you'll always be there for me. That's right. Laying down music. Laying down backing tracks sing- when you truly need it. Singing the Golden Girls theme when I really truly need that. <laughs> like right now. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Knew I could count on you. <laughs> Oh, God. Freaking love that song. Are you kidding me? Um, I have a coworker that's got a Golden Girls cup that she <gasps> uses for water every day. I think of you every time I see it. I'm like, oh. That is awesome. <laughs> I do, in fact, love the Golden Girls. I own some Golden Girls, but they're streaming. Um... Oh, the show. You own some of the Golden Girls. Okay. I thought the you meant show. some own some Golden Girls under your bedroom. <laughs> like, B's not really dead. She's hiding in your bedroom. Yes. That no, that's awkward. not what I meant. Um, no, I meant I own some of the show, and it's streaming somewhere, and I love it. I can't. I think it's Hulu. It's streaming. Oh, I don't know. I think it's Hulu. Your TV's a lying bitch, though. Why is my TV a lying bitch? Because it was telling me something. It it advertised something when I was here with just Joe last week uh-huh. or earlier this week. It was advertising something streaming for free on Roku, and I couldn't find it on Roku when I went home yesterday. Oh. After I watched Cat People. Oh. At, like, 1 in the morning. What was it? I don't remember. I was looking for it. I'm like, I know it'll come to me. Like, one of it was The Sandlot, and I didn't look for that one. But the other one I did want to see, and I couldn't remember what it was. I was like, damn it. I remember The Sandlot. I don't remember the other stuff that it was well, flashing by. I don't know. But maybe if it flashes by again, I'll see it. I mean, all I'm seeing right now is Hulu, so. Yeah. Um, but it, it lied to me. Your it lied to, me. to you. Your TV's a lying bitch. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'll get over it. I didn't realize. You were a lying bitch for a TV? Uh, yeah. I had no idea. I'll have to break it now for sure. For sure. No, for sure. No, no, don't break it. <laughs> um, no, but I, I I, am an old person. Yes, we know this. <laughs> no, I went to watch this movie. Yeah. So Chaos rented this movie so we could watch it one day. Yes. Chaos watched it first, as you know. Yes. And then I went to watch it. What was it, like 8 o'clock? Yeah. And I had it on my tablet and on my it was, bed. It was sort of earlier than that. It was, was it 7.30? Let's make this worse. It was like 7.30. It was, it was 5 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> no, it was like 7.30. And I start watching it. I'm maybe 20 minutes in and I fall asleep. Yeah. Only to wake up at like 10.30. And I'd be like, God damn it, I've got to watch this movie all over again. Well, now I feel less bad because I was trying to watch it really fast so that you didn't have to watch it late. And then you ended up having to watch <laughs> it late because you fell asleep. <laughs> And then I couldn't fall asleep again, so I watched this movie, and then I watched, like, a couple episodes of Cold Case on Roku, because your bitch TV lied to me about what was on Roku, so I went to Cold Case <laughs> instead, and I had to go to bed till like, 2 or 3 in the morning. It was great. Wow. Yeah, it was really special. Was that special is nice, really nice special. House. So that's what's going on with me. What's going on with you? Um, well, not that. <laughs> I watched Cat People and I just did normal stuff. I don't know. I can't remember anything about my day yesterday or the day before or the day before that. 
or the day before that or the day before that. I, I was with you the day before that <laughs> you can't remember that i hung out with you rude <laughs> just rude i just show we're here and you don't remember us being here oh tuesday yes i remember tuesday it was a good day right it was a great day because we got to play we do our um v- vampire the masquerade role-playing game on every other tuesday or nerds <laughs> Cause we're nerds. Cause we're nerds. <laughs> like no one could tell that. <laughs> like, Everybody that already knows we have nerds stamped across our forehead. Even though you can't see us, you already know we're giant nerds. Mm-hmm. It shows up in black light. Don't worry. It does. <laughs> but- Not that we're ever seen in a black light because we don't go to clubs ever. Because you know <laughs> we're that nerdy. But you know whatever. Because <laughs> we couldn't get into a club. They're like, oh, sorry, sorry, you have nerd on your forehead, you can't come in. Sorry. They're like, no, sorry, cr- cool people only. And we try to tell them, like, that's not what that is. It just happened to be a stain, you know, one of those, like, no. bodily fluids that happened to form the word nerd, but no. I was really a huge fan of Pharrell's first band in the 90s, <laughs> Nerd. It's just, it doesn't mean what you think. Let me in, please. Nope. That's totally how I'm going to play it. Couldn't be because we're middle aged or anything. Just saying, it could be that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because we're in our forties. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Guess how young we are. Yes, getting older by the minute. Falling asleep in front of Jeopardy. It's fine. I am my grandfather. Oh my god. <laughs> I never forget my grandpa. Always wanted to sleep at Jeopardy. We always wanted to watch Jeopardy. Always wanted to sleep. My, my dad wanted to watch Nova. Always fell asleep at Nova. I am destined to just. My grandpa. In now all day he watched C-SPAN, <laughs> which drove me crazy. Always like my mom. All day he watches C-SPAN or watched C-SPAN, and then like at night he would watch Wheel of Fortune. And Jeopardy, I think. Yeah, Wheel Fortune is on at 7. Jeopardy's on at 7.30. And Joker's oh, Wild. Joker's Wild, yeah. And on Saturdays, you watch the lottery show. An academic uh, challenge. That's funny. My grandpa had it down. That man knew what he was doing. I know, we we would always be like at their house wanting to watch like cartoons or something and he'd be like nope c-span's on it's like c-span's never off like what what are we supposed to do did you do you ever see did you ever see the movie rain man no i've never seen it oh my god okay we're watching rain man (laughs) you're not gonna get any of my jokes from it that's why that's the only reason why not because it's a good movie just because you're never getting my jokes from it if you don't watch it (sighs) should you maybe be making jokes about it Yes. Oh, no. They're not that good. No. Yes. I can. No. No. You can make jokes from it. Are you sure? Shut up. Stop stifling me. <laughs> I just stifled. I only make one joke from it. Okay. Just tell me the joke. Then I don't Wapnerd have to watch five. the movie. Wapnerd 5. You had to watch Wapnerd 5. No matter what. They had to stop and go to a stranger's house to watch Wapnerd 5. That was my grandfather. Mm. That was the joke. Wapnerd 5. Wapnerd 5. Nice, let's watch a movie, though, because I'm going to make you. Because I like to torture the shit out of you. And it's got Tom Cruise in it. So that will be torture. Oh, that will be torture. <laughs> Why do you torture me? Because it's fun, clearly. And because you torture me back. True. True. fair. Oh, okay. I hear it's not that bad of a movie from Mama Chaos. So. Do you trust her, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> we were we were joining the Mariana's trench on our way to dinner so it's gonna be one of those yeah kind of days. we were it might be an interesting podcast because we were ready to go <laughs> we were ready to fight about not fighting i guess i guess i guess we should talk about the Mariana's trench of hate shouldn't oh, we oh yeah we should get into the whole thing yeah go ahead yeah get us started so we are they mostly podcast at night mostly we're two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks because that's how we decided to do it when we decided to make a podcast. 
And uh, most of the time we pick those flicks because we have a genuine interest in sharing them with you, our dear listeners. But also sometimes we do it just to annoy the other host. Because that's our hashtag friendship goals. Our friendship lives in the hashtag Marianas Trench of Hate, where we MMA style fight in our very own octagon when we don't see eye to eye on movies or sometimes just things in general. <laughs> like not fighting. Like not fighting. We're oh, our, we're, fight about it. we're fighting about not fighting. <laughs> we gotta go down to the octagon later and fight about not fighting. Because that was a conversation that took place in the car earlier. And we just need to like stream ourselves all the time. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'm like, why are we not recording this? Because it's like not even about the episode. It's just we're just talking and it's ridiculous. But anyway, we are. Um... Oh, uh, spoilers ahead. And expletives ahead. That is so true, Cass. So true. Just I already so swore. True. I know. I did too. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Um, as Cass said, we did cat people. Oh, by the way, I got my carnage license plate, so you've got to get a cast license plate now. I'm just pointing that out there. Not that, you know. I don't even know if they would give me chaos. I forgot to tell you something. What? We were famous last night. We were famous? Then, I got to tell you this, and then, then I will read, I will read. I, I have to tell you this first. Okay. So we record this way in advance, guys. So it was actually, it's June 10th today when we're recording this. I know this podcast hasn't come out for another two or three weeks. Um, but last night on most channels, they had the June, the January 6th hearing. And one of the witnesses said, there was chaos. Oh, no, she went, I'm sorry, I got named first. There was carnage and there was chaos and it was all around us. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so i come out of my room i didn't watch any of this but i come out of my room and uh mother uh carnage mama carnage and brother of carnage were like you guys were mentioned last night you guys made the news I'm like, shut the fuck up so we were famous last night oh too bad it for wasn't a bad thing. for a real thing well where the podcast actually got mentioned and no then... no thank it's like we don't want the podcast mentioned there just saying well so. no no, not but if, there. But if Carnage and Chaos are hashtagging for a while, and it's not because of us. I just wanted to point that out. If we see that uh, that come up on like Twitter, or... <laughs> we did cat people. It was done in 1942. It was not rated. It was an hour and 13 minutes long, and it got a 7.2 on the IMDb scale. What about Ooh. the tomato reader? Reader meter. So glad that you asked because the tomato meter is certified fresh at a 91%. Critics consensus, influential noir director Jacques Tourneau infused this sexy, moody horror film with some sly commentary about the psychology and the taboos of desire. Audience score, 73%. Interesting. Fabulous. Shall we get to... The casting. Yeah. In a second. Do it up. When, like, my IMDb just randomly refreshed itself and I couldn't see what I wanted to see. IMDb's a bitch like that. Okay. Irina Dubrovna Reed was played by Simone Simon. Uh, she was in Curse of the Cat People, Temptation Harmor, and Mademoiselle Fifi. And Curse of the Cat People is the sequel to this. Oliver Reed was played by Kent Smith. Also in Curse of the Cat People, he was in Cat Creature as well and Disappearance of Flight 412. Dr. Lewis Judd was Tom Conway. Um, he was in the other Val Luton. Val Luton was the producer of other movies. I Walked to the Zombie and The Seventh Victim. And he was also in 101 Dalmatians. Alice Moore was Jane Randolph. Uh, she was in the other the the Falcons movies with um, Tom Conway, who played Doctor Jode at Doctor Jode, and his brother Georgie Sanders. And she was also in Curse of the Cat People and the Mysterious Mister M, which I how love the alliteration. How far are we going? That's it. Okay, just those four because there's okay. only five, and I don't know remember who the Commodore was. Yeah, so I don't either. I remember who the Commodores were. They were a great band, but yeah. I don't know who Com the Commodore was. So. Uh, do you want a little summary? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Chaos picks a movie for pride. Carnage didn't get the subtext, and thing goes awry. Things go awry. Things go awry. I did not catch that. So if you want to explain 
why this was your choice of pride? Okay, so the reason why this was my choice for pride for the my second pride pick is because this is all subtext. This is all queer coding at its finest and most influential. This is she's a lesbian. They just can't say it. So she has to turn into a cat if she if she gets horny. How somehow I didn't get any of this. I'm like, oh, she's just jealous. It's fine. She's a cat. I get it. It's cool. No. Carnage is stupid. Carnage sucks. Yeah. Don't agree with that. <laughs> Fuck I you. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. I actually did not mean to agree with Carnage sucks. I was just like yaying to something you said like maybe like five seconds delayed ago. Delayed reaction? It was a delayed reaction, <laughs> yeah. Just it, it was a happy coincidence, wasn't it? It was. Yes, fuck you still. Um, <laughs> before we get into this movie. Yeah. Because you're going to hop into the summary for us. But before we do, I just need to make a comment about it. Okay. Um. The production value. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Especially for being a 1942 movie. I mean, it's like... It was... Maybe it was remastered. I mean, but if it wasn't, it was beautifully shot. It was. It was remastered? No, it was beautifully shot. Oh, okay. What are you doing? I'm looking it up on Wikipedia. Oh, you're looking up your summary. Okay, I see how it is. Not ready. Um, no, but I... Um, and the music. And that's part of the reason why I fell asleep is that the score was beautiful as well, too. Like, everything about this movie was beautiful. Yeah, beautiful people, beautiful settings, beautiful cast, beautiful music. It was all beautiful. It just was very, like, uh, very um, gorgeous. I guess that's what I'll say. It was a gorgeous movie. It was. Um, yeah, it was a... It was definitely a beautiful movie. Um, Val Luton, very well known in the horror community as a filmmaker in general. Mm-hmm. And this is the first um, jump scare in a horror movie, right? The bus for the, the Val Luton bus. Is that what it's called? Yes. The Luton bus. Um, so this starts, we start out in the Central Park Zoo in New York City, um, with Irina Dubrovna, who is a Serbian-born fashion designer. She is making sketches of a Black Panther. If you don't like cats, this movie is not for you. (laughs) or if you do like cats this movie's not for you especially if you don't like big cats because there's basically panthers and leopards in every other scene yeah they're beautiful also beautiful yes very um so she's there uh this marine engineer oliver reed uh notices her and Strikes up a conversation. Um, she invites him to her apartment for tea. That's really quick. Can I just comment on that? I mean, even for the 40s, like, damn. I know. I wouldn't do that today. Like, what? Like, some just random guy approaches you in the park and wants to get to know you. And you're like, sure, come have tea at my apartment. Like, Yeah, no. I'm going to need a background check, uh, a blood type, and uh, some references. Yeah, definitely. Especially especially because at her apartment, he's like fixated on the statue of a medieval warrior on horseback. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't come into my place of home and start getting all excited about warriors. Because that's a big red flag. <laughs> Noted. Don't go into Cass's home and get excited about warriors. <laughs> Now, are we talking like the Golden State kind of warriors or just the statuesque kind of warriors? Statuesque kind of warriors. Or any kind of warriors. I mean, is this an open thing? Any kind of warriors. So if I see the Golden State Warriors playing basketball on TV, I should not get excited by them? Too violent. (laughs) Too violent. (laughs) When he has violent interests like that, it's a big red no. (laughs) How are the Golden State Warriors violent? 
basketball is violent. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> there are people throwing elbows on the court. People falling down and throwing their knees out. People getting hurt. It's, it's a violent sport. It's a violent sport. It's full contact. It's a blood sport. It's not full contact. It's not full contact. <laughs> it's mar- it's semi, it's, semi-contact. It's an American version of rugby. No, it's not. <laughs> It's it's a semi-contact blood sport. <laughs> Sorry. All right, no Golden State Warriors. We're fine. Okay. Okay, keep going. So, this... The, okay, so the medieval warrior is on horseback impaling a large cat with his sword. Irena f- informs Oliver that the figure is King George... Or uh, King John of Serbia... And the cat represents evil. This is like an, a thing from like older times where cats represent evil. I don't know how that happened, but it ended, resulted in a lot of cats losing their lives for no good reason. Still somewhat a little bit around uh, black cats, too, which I have three of those. Mm-hmm. And um, I know, that especially in the shelters around uh, Halloween time, they will not adopt out any black cats. Yeah. Like... Cats are fucking evil. They're all derps. I mean, how can a derp be evil? Let's be honest. No, it's it's really sad. Um, can I just comment on something? Yeah, I love how they made the French woman a Serbian, and her accent. That's one thing. That's one critique oh. I have: her accent going in and out. And I'm like, really? Yeah, okay. I know because she's supposed to be Serbian. Yeah. Yes. But she's really French. She really which couldn't is, hit that like, accent all the time. No. Sometimes it sounded American. Sometimes it sounded. I know. Questionable in general. I know. I was like, okay, I know this woman isn't American, but I swear I just heard her say something in an American accent. Yes. What is going on? She couldn't quite uh, hit that target. No. It's like me shooting the archery. Just I never could Can't quite get hit the bullseye. <laughs> um, so according to legend, long ago, the Christian residents of her home village gradually turned to witchcraft and devil worship after being enslaved by the Mamelucks. Mamelucks? That sounds like a thing. That sounds like you're pronouncing it right because it's not in my summary, so I don't know. Mamluk. Mamluk. Oh, okay. That's an Arabic word, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, that one makes sense then. Um, when King John drove the Mamluks out and saw what the villagers had become, he had them killed. However, nice. the wisest and most wicked escaped into the mountains. Oliver is like, uh, yeah, no, that sounds stupid. And, <laughs> and Irina is like, listen, this is serious. I am thousand percent for real. And he was just like, okay, sure, lady. This is my culture. Don't make fun of my culture. Yeah, she's, he's totally like making fun of her culture um so he decides that he's going to get her a gift he buys her a kitten yeah time's a little like in the very first part like time's a little truncated we're not sure how long they've been seeing each other yeah because otherwise it'd be really fast if it was the next day let's just say it was the next day because i think he already said they like love each other the next day too when you get to the cat i'm like it's a little fast yeah like i Think they've been going out for a little while yeah. and we just don't know it um but the cat hisses at her um Irena suggests they go to the pet shop to exchange it for something else um because cats don't like her which is kind of weird actually when they go to the pet store all the animals fucking freak out yeah they do they all freak out they even had which, the little monkeys I was gonna say I want to go to that pet store monkeys? I saw the monkeys I want a monkey Oh, I felt bad for the little monkeys. I felt bad for all of them. Oh, oh! I sound like an orangutan there. No! Okay. <laughs> this lady at the pet store. Yeah. Okay. Go back to Looney Tunes. Uh-huh. Grandma with the Tweety Bird. And she gives them the fucking Tweety Bird. That is so Grandma and the Tweety Bird right there. Yeah, it is. She I... reminded me of Grandma completely. Yeah, that's a good point. You had to know, like, what's-his-face was... Uh, Influenced by this movie, Mel Blanc. Yes. So animals are going nuts, and Irina's like, "All right, let's get out of here. This isn't gonna work." So she tells Oliver that she believes she's descended from the cat people of her village, and that she will 
turn into a panther if she's feeling frisky. Mm-hmm. Despite this, Oliver's like, I want to marry you. Like, I don't care if you think you're a cat person. I want to marry you. And she's like, okay. But you can never have sex with me or kiss me or anything. Nothing. And we will sleep in separate bedrooms forever. And he said, sure. That sounds like fun to me. (laughs) Said no man ever. (laughs) Said no man ever. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, he wants to be married to her, even though she's like, "Mm, no, this isn't going to work. And he's like, okay, well, we'll just, you know, we'll take it as it comes. I don't know if he thinks she's going to change her mind, if he thinks he can make her see that her belief is silly. But for whatever reason, they get married. And um, so... They do. Well, they do get married, and at the wedding is Alice, who's his coworker. We meet. We meet her a little bit before with the kitten, but we see Alice again. You know. Yeah. Um, and that Doctor Judd is there too, and they have their wedding. And it's not long after that where she opens the bird cage to kind of chase the bird around the cage, and the fucking bird dies of fright from her. Yes. The bird has like a heart attack. <laughs> Poor bird. So she tells this, she, she's afraid she's becoming a cat person. And she tells this to her husband, who says, go see a psychiatrist. Yeah, like, maybe you need to see a doctor. Who Alice recommended, Dr. Judd. And we start finding that every time Alice is mentioned, Irene gets upset. She gets really upset. She thinks that Alice is, like, gonna make a play for her man. Which she does. I mean, let's not, she's not wrong. I mean, no, she's not wrong at all. <laughs> Because Alice is totally that lady. A homewrecker? Yes. yes. Alice the homewrecker. We have a new reward. Alice the homewrecker. The Alice. The Alice award. The Alice award for the homewrecker. You don't tell a married man that you love him. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I love you, Oliver, and I just want what's best for you. I know. Aww. She said that, and I was like, wait, which character is this? It can't be Alice. Oh, it is. Because I'm like, why would you do that? Oh, no, she did that. Okay. Um, so Alice, Irina only goes to see Dr. Judd once. And she's like, yeah, he's not, ha- it's not happening for me. This, this isn't for me. Because he's taught, like, he doesn't believe her. No, he doesn't believe her. And he's like, well, you're just crazy. You know? Yeah. That's not a thing. No, he tried to convince her that her fears stemmed from childhood trauma. He's a childhood trauma. Probably. <laughs> um, and the theme throughout this movie is that she never lies to Oliver. No. So she's honest with Oliver when he says, she says, no, I'm not going back to him. No, yeah, right. We're not, basically we're not compatible. But then Dr. Judd finds her at the zoo. Anyway. Yeah. Like, he stalks her. You know, he's a creep boy. He's our Chad, I think. Yeah, you think so? Do you agree with me on that? Well, let's see here. He stalks her. Uh, he discloses patient confidential information. Um, he forces himself upon her. Mm, I'm going to go with Chad. And, you know, just saying. Okay, yeah, he's the Chad for sure, 100%. Um, but, yeah, he... he she likes to go to the animals. She likes to go see the panthers. Mm-hmm. She likes to talk to the... I think he's... Is he a zookeeper? The feeder? Yeah. He often leaves his key behind in the the gate. So she gives it to him. And they have a chat. And, you know, she likes to be by the big animals. But, yeah, Dr. Judd finds her there. Um, And Oliver... I don't know what else happens with Dr. Judd. Oh, they have a conversation. And she says, you know, I don't... Um, you know, I wasn't going to go back to see you because I don't think you have the answer for me. And that's basically where it's at until Alice brings him back into it, I believe. I don't think he sees her again until Alice brings him back in. 
Oh, right? okay. I was going to say, yeah. Um, apparently, Oliver has confided, confided in Alice, like, all of this stuff about Irena. Yeah, and that's when Alice confesses her love for Oliver. Right. Alice is really upset. Or Alice. Irena is really upset um, to find out that Oliver has done this. Um, and Alice confesses to Oliver that she loves him. When she actually, she actually, like, finds them together at a restaurant. Well, yeah, because uh, Irina and Oliver actually have a fight because Irina's not going to go back to Dr. Judd. Right. So he's like, I'm going to work. And it just happenstance. Right. So it's happenstance because Alice happened to be at work and um, Oliver was going to work and um, Irina actually phones in and gets Alice instead. So she gets suspicious and, like, goes to their job. But Alice just happened to be leaving when Oliver showed up and he's and the maid, like not the maid, the cleaner is like, oh, he just went to go have a drink. She goes to join him. It's all happenstance. It's not like they set up this like affair. You know? Right. Right. But Irina sees them cozy in the restaurants having cigarettes and drinks. And um, she stalks Alice after that. She does. She follows Alice home. And that's when we get the, the loot and bus where um, Alice hears these footsteps then she hears this growling, this cat growling. Yeah, she does. And just when you think the cat's going to jump out of her, the bus comes instead. Right. It's a great jump scare. Oh. But now Alice is kind of like, uh, or Irina is kind of fixated on Alice. Yes. And Oliver's fixated on his unhappiness. Mm-hmm. Oliver's a douchebag, too. Okay, anyway. Um, but then it's not, I don't know if it's, again, the timing's off a little bit, but it's down the road. It's right after the... Alice gets on the bus and Irina stalks her that the three of them are at a museum together. Now, two of them are, are uh, Oliver and Alice are architectures. Architectures? Wait. You skipped a part. What part did I skip? Um, a groundskeeper. Soon after she boards the bus, a groundskeeper discovered several freshly killed sheep. And the paw prints leading away turn into imprints of a woman's shoes. Oh, that's right. I did. I did. Because it's not in my summary. And I totally forgot if I totally forgot about it. it wasn't in my memory. So yeah, Irena returns to her apartment looking disheveled and exhausted. Um, she goes to have a bath and she cries. Um, she dreams of Dr. Judd dressed up as King John. Speaking of the key, which she takes to mean the key to the Panthers cage in mm -hmm. Central's park, which she takes. Central's Park? Cent Central Park. Um, oh, that's where they're at. And Central Park. Okay. Then they go to a museum. Yeah, because she keeps... Re she did return the key the first time to the zookeeper, and then the next time she's like, I better keep this key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're at this museum. And Oliver's a dick here, because he's like, you can go elsewhere. Like, you're not interested in this. Yeah. And she's like, I like these little boats, because they're looking at, like, tiny ships. And these two are maritime architects. Architects. Yeah. Arch I'm trying to think of a word. So they're like Alice and Oliver are fast time at this, and Irina's looking at them. She's not shamed. She's bored. Right. Go, there's modern stuff over there. You just go on. We'll catch up with you. Right. Yeah. Like, he keeps getting rid of her, and fuck you, Oliver. And they so that they can do things together, and she keeps getting shunted off by herself. It's so like, she, what are you doing? Yeah, she leaves. Like she leaves, and um, she doesn't show up to their meeting. And Alice, after the museum, leaves and goes back to. Um, it says a gymnasium, but I think it's kind of like her apartment hotel. It's a pool it's, in her... It's a swimming pool in the basement of her apartment building. That's what it is. Okay, because mine says gymnasium. I'm like, no, that was her apartment hotel place. And Irina shows up there. So... Um, yeah, she's like being stalked by what she thinks is an animal. But when she screams for help, Irina appears. And... Go ahead. Um, turns on the lights and is just like, where's Oliver? Which is funny because <laughs> Alice is um, in the locker room and she hears these growling and this, like she sees this thing coming down the stairs. What does she do? She doesn't hide. She jumps in the pool. Like no one's going to find you in the middle of the pool. How is that? How is that? If somebody's going to attack you, how is that going to save you to be in the middle of the pool? Like not your best move. That's kind of like the version of let's run up the stairs. I don't know. It just... I know. Hide in a fucking locker. And she's like, not even in, it's, yeah, hide in a locker or something. Don't just go in water, like, and then you're just, like, the only thing in the water, and, like, you're just 
in this square of liquid that they can easily big cats swim. I mean, hello. And yeah. I mean, not that she knows it's a big cat. Right. But, but yeah, Irina's, where's Oliver? Well, he's not here, dumb shits. Yeah, why would he be at my apartment? Oh, <laughs> well. And then she just leaves, but when Alice goes to get her robe, it's it is ripped up. It's yeah. shredded. Yeah. And that's when Dr. Judd comes to her at the hotel, Applash apartment. I don't know why it reminds me of a hotel. I guess it's her apartment building. Everything's so glamorous. I mean, even those apartment buildings are glamorous. Mm-hmm. And that's when he imparts the information about Irina and the cat people. Yeah. Like his thoughts on her. I'm like, hello, HIPAA. I know it didn't exist then, but didn't doctor patient confidentiality exist back then? Was that not a thing? <laughs> I guess not. It was 42. Anyway, they have their little tete-a-tete. Meanwhile, at Oliver and Irina's place, he's becoming more of a dick. Yeah. Um, Irina tells Oliver that she is no longer afraid, but Oliver tells her it's too late. He loves Alice and he wants a divorce. Fucking dick. Later at work, Oliver and Alice are coincidentally cornered by a snarling animal. Oh, well, before that, um, they meet with Dr. Judd and kind of arrange for this meeting before they're, they're cornered in the, in the, uh, workplace. Okay. Um, they have a dinner that he's like, do you want to divorce her or do you want to institutionalize her? Yeah. What the fuck? And he says, if you institutionalize her, you can't divorce her. And Alice is like, whatever is best for her. He's like, well, institutionalize her. So they set upon her at her apartment, like all three laying in wait and she doesn't show. Like, they make an appointment with her, and she doesn't show. Good on you, girl. Good, Good girl. on you. And Oliver and Alice eventually leave because they got to go to the office. Dr. Judd pretends like he leaves his cane behind, and he's really just laying in a wait for, Al- for Irina. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then they two go to work, and that's when they get cornered. Right. Um, they manage to get out of the building, but they do smell Irina's perfume. Alice calls Dr. Judd to warn him to stay away from Irina. But he hangs up when Irina arrives for her appointment with him. (sighs) He kisses her passionately, resulting in her transformation into a panther who attacks and kills him. Fucking deserved it. Deserved it all the way. Um, Then Oliver and Alice arrive at Dr. Judd's office, but Irina slips away and goes to the zoo. Um, he's, um, He's impaled her on his silver cane. And he breaks it off on her. Right. In their, in their scuffle. Because they do have a scuffle. Right. Kind of like what we have in the Mariner's Trench. Yes. Um, only no one dies usually down there. Right. I mean, we haven't heard from Morpheus for a while, so, but we're just That's saying. That's true. But yeah, they do scuffle. And yeah, he does end up dead, but she ends up wounded too. Mm-hmm. Um, she opens the panther's cage with the stolen tree when she goes to the zoo and is struck down by the escaping panther who is like freedom and then immediately gets struck by a car. The saddest part of the whole movie is that he, the panther dies. I know. Like, why did the panther have to die? Why? Like, why? Church awards all around for this and the bird. I'm just saying. And next to the panther's cage, Oliver and Alice find a dead panther lying on the ground. Oliver says, she never lied to us. And they walk away. Only to get married and have their own child and curse the cat people, which we're watching next. Just saying, because that has to happen. (laughs) Yes, it does. Definitely. 100%. I kind of feel like, I hope Alice and Oliver get theirs in that. Because that'd be fair. Yeah. For sure. 100%. I think we're bitter. I don't know. I feel like bitter... This movie made me feel better. Bitter. <laughs> I kind of sided with Irina here. I'm like, oh, I'm totally a hundred percent in Irina's court corner. And Panthers court shouldn't have died. Should have been able to go free. Absolutely, there was no reason to kill that panther. Kill off the panther. I mean, it could have just escaped into the woods or something. Right. Right. Why did it have to j- gain its freedom and then immediately get struck down by a car? Senseless act of violence. That's all I get. Terrible. Of. A good pick by you, though. I, I have to say, I think this is our strongest Pride Month ever. Yeah, I think so, too. This so makes up for, like, the gay bed and breakfast. <laughs> good, I'm will, glad. I will never leave my mind, ever. Oh, my God. 
Um, uh, I'm glad it makes up for it. No, this is it's been a strong month. I feel like it has. Um, and this is another just another good pick of it. So thank you. Um, I did not get the subtext. I was like, oh, was the director gay? Was the writer? Was somebody gay here? And then uh, then you had to explain it to me in the car, and I was like, oh. I am an idiot, but that's okay because I need to be reminded I'm an idiot every once in a while, like three times a day at least. <laughs> so I applaud you on your choice. Thank you. Um, do you have any trivia to give us since this is your pick? Um, not a lot. I was gonna. I just didn't have the time this week to dig up stuff. Like, oh, I've got a piece. Can I give it to you? Even though yeah. it's not my thing. Okay, so there's a cat lady at the wedding. Like, there's a woman across the way. And she she makes eye contact when they arena, and um, her she oh god, her real name is Elizabeth Russell. She's uncredited in this movie. Uh-huh. She goes on to be in the next one. She's a ghost with Irina in the next one, haunting Oliver and Alice and their kid. Right. Um, which is just kind of cool. And um, she when she calls Irina, she calls her my sister, and that's actually Simone Simon saying that it wasn't Elizabeth. Russell. It oh. was um, Simone Simon had dubbed her for some reason. Okay. I just thought that was interesting, though. And I like that she shows up in the next movie. Yeah, Everyone me does, too. Except Dr. Judd. Ha ha. Ha ha. Dr. Judd. Sorry. That's all, the only thing I had. Cool. Um, yeah, I was hoping to find something for this to, like, do a little talk about, but I really didn't have the time this week, so, unfortunately. But I've been wanting to see this movie for a long time, so... When it was like, oh, we're going to have to rent it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to rent it because, like, it's just been for rent forever. It's never been streaming. And I'm, I've am i been wanting to see it so bad. So that's why I picked it. Good choice. Thanks. I'm very impressed. Yeah. I've been watching Val Luton's movies for years. But like I said, haven't been able to watch this one because it's always been for rent. Um... But now I see why it's totally worth the money. It was. I enjoyed it. So if you're listening and you haven't gone to see it yet and you're thinking, oh, but it's for rent. I don't want to rent it. Yes, you do. It is worth the like three or four dollars that it costs to rent this movie. It is amazing. Even if you're just a fan of like noir movies and uh, old black and white movies. I mean, it's like I said, it's very beautifully shot. It's it's a great movie for that reason alone. Not just necessarily the story, but just the way it's shot and, um, yeah, so. Yeah, definitely. All right, should, I have fan fiction. Oh, really? Fanfiction.net has let me down way too many times. I went to archive of our own, Mm because there were none over there, and there are actually four. One is Russian, so, uh, unless you speak Russian, you really can't read that one. But there is, um, a couple others, and one of them is actually crossed with, please hold uh, J.R. Tolkien's. Oh. It Lord. mixes Legolas the Elf with the cat people. Interesting. Yes. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. But that's all I have for fan fiction, so. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm glad there was fan fiction. Look at, look at how cute. What am I looking at? Winnie. Oh, God. She's adorable. She's so freaking She's inverted. Cute. <laughs> she is Winnie is inverted and it is adorable. It is adorable. She's just laying on her back with her paws in the air, but it's cute. And her back paws are pressed against the bottom of the chair, I think. Yes. They, they look like they're it. like not, not quite. But they're curled. Like her front and back paws are both curled. I love that. It cracks me up. She looks like from my angle, she looks like she's been pre- bench pressing the chair. She looks like <laughs> She's like one chair. She's like doing. Two. She's like doing Alexis hands, but with all four paws. A little bit Alexis. She's a little bit Alexis. She's a little bit Winnie. She's a little bit Winnie. I'm a little bit Winnie. Zooming in my chair, <laughs> looking for some food. Napping everywhere. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit Winnie. Uh, they'd be friends. They would be friends. Should we? Do you have anything else, or should we rate and get the fuck out? Let's rate. Okay, what do you got for us? Um, I'm going to go with a nine. I thought it was a really solid movie. I'm definitely going to watch it again. I'm going to watch the sequel. Um, I thought it was really well done. 
the story was well written as well as all the technical aspects were really well done. It was well acted. I liked the actors. I liked the characters, except for Dr. Judd. I mean, Jerk. he was well acted. Though. He was well acted, though. He made me I hate mean, him. Supposed to, he was written to be a douchebag. Yeah, he was written to make you hate him. He was just strong that way. <laughs> right. So, yeah, nine. Um, It's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty close, though. I'll say um, 8.62. Okay. Um, I, I agree. Like the only criticism I really have is, and I've already made it is, uh, Simone Simon's faltering accent. It reminded me of, um, oh, who didn't write it? Vera Firminga in The Departed, <laughs> which makes me cringe every fucking time I see her now. Um, but especially in The Departed, I can't, I can't, I just, it's just so fucking horrible. Um, but yeah. Or, or Josh Hartnett in a blow dry. Oh. oh. I like full body flinch. I know. It's a harsh one. I'm so sorry. But yes. Nobody knows what that is except us, though. You realize that, right? People have seen Blow Dry. People are fans of good movies. No. People are fans of Nobody knows. Nobody knows what that movie is except for us. No, that's not true. (laughs) That is very true. I need to watch it in my Alan Rickman phase. Yep. And I own it. It's a good fucking movie. I'm not saying it's not a good movie. I'm just saying people don't know what it is. People rent it. Buy it. It's got Alan Rickman. And if you're not a fan of Alan Rickman, why aren't you? The man was a genius. And he's sorely (laughs) missed by this fan club right here of two. So, just saying. Sorely missed. Oh, it's true. I watched everything he did. Even the crappy stuff that he directed himself. Ouch. Harsh. But, just saying. What did he direct himself? Name something. Uh, the Winter's... What the fuck was it called? The Winter's Guest or The Winter's Bone? And then Mesmer. Mesmer was a train wreck, too. Oh, oh I need to watch Mesmer, too, didn't uh, I? You did make me watch Mesmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at least it's not Event Horizon, which I made you watch during my Jason Isaacs phase. Yes, you did. Yes. You made me watch a lot of movies that I did not want to watch. I don't make you still do that, luckily. You're very lucky. I don't, <laughs> like, I still go through these phases, and I don't make you do that. Yeah, I'm lucky. Although I did make you watch several Daniel Craig's. You did. And I'm still into Brits. It'll never not be Brits. I'm so sorry. Oh, I know. You have such a thing for Brits. I have such a thing for Brits. So. Because they're the best. They are the best. Um, Yeah, so at least I don't make you still do that. Because I can make you watch a lot of crap right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> I may, I might make you watch Swimming, Swimming with Men still. Oh, God. What? Movie. Swimming with men? Yes. You like Rob Brydon, don't you? Who? No, nope, never mind. You're going to watch it, though. It'll be great. Oh, my God. No. Yes. Yes, I'm going to make you watch it. It's, it's good. No. I nope. need... No. We need to change the subject now. I think we need to pimp and... <laughs> it's not what you think. Like, don't judge a movie by its title, okay? Come on. I don't want to see it. I don't care what it's about. Fine. Fine. It's fine. Is well, it a comedy? It is. Is it only a comedy? Yeah. It's not like a romantic comedy or... No, there is one pairing in it. They only get together at the very end and it's not the focus in the movie at all. Okay. The focus in the movie is guys being middle-aged, really. What the fuck do I know about guys being middle-aged? I don't know. It's funny, though. It's heartwarming in areas. Okay, that really oh! makes me know. Uh-uh. not going <laughs> to watch it. It's heartwarming in one area only. No, I, uh, no heart- heartwarming. It's synchronized with men. No heartwarming. Oh, come on. No ah. heartwarming. Fine. It's hysterical, though. I don't believe you anymore. You shouldn't. <laughs> don't trust me. I didn't birth you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we should probably pimp and get the fuck out before I make you watch something else. Okay. So, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. MorbidlyBeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. Um, they have quite a good podcast network going on, and we are lucky to be a part of it. And we just absolutely adore the other shows in the network, and so should you, because you might like them just as much as us. So go check them out. Or more. No, I don't think... I, I can't see that happening. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
We are on all the social medias at Podcast at Night. You can interact with us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group moderated by our social media Maverick Maverick. We have a Twitter and a Slasher and a Good Pods. Um, you can interact with us mo the best on Instagram um, and Good Pods. Come come give us if you're on Good Pods. Come give us a follow. Um, I'm at Chaos. Carnage is at Carnage. Come give the show a follow. We need followers over there. Carnage is also on Twitter now, too, at Carnage at Night. So follow oh. me there because I only have, like, one follow. Oh, I don't have any followers. Go follow me there. Nice. I'd appreciate it. I still don't have a Twitter. Um, Make at Chaos at Night. We could, like, oh, we can Mariana's Trench on Twitter. On Twitter. That could be fun, actually. Yeah. I'm having thoughts. Okay. Go make it chaos tonight because I think we could have our own Marinage Trench on Twitter. All right. It could be fantastic. All right. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Um, let's see. What else? We are... We always appreciate a review. Wherever you listen, give us a review and tell your friends about us because it, we need more ears on the podcast always and that's a good way to get them um if you've got some money that you'd like to use to support us with if uh you we do have a merch store that'll be linked in the show notes and i think that's it so just uh thanks for listening and um stay bloodthirsty friends and good night from chaos good night from carnage and as always we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of inverted bench pressing cats one meow two Meow. Three. Meow.